Glory to God this morning. What a privilege, what an honor. What a great honor to be in the presence of the Lord together with you. What a joy, what a joy. We honor you, Father. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your mercy that endured from generation to generation. Who is like you, O God, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises. Thank you for the privilege of fellowship. Thank you for the privilege of relationship. Thank you for the privilege of knowing you. Thank you for the privilege of coming before your presence this morning to call you Abba Father. Thank you, my Father. We give you glory for the great and mighty things that you are doing in the lives of your people. Thank you for bringing us into a new season, a season of power, a season of prosperity, a season of grace, a season of greater glory, a season of advancement, a season of rapid growth, a season of forward movement, a season, season of restoration. Oh yes, season of restoration. Restorations of visions and dreams, revelations and spiritual gift, season of 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 restoration, restoration of strength and boldness. Thank you. Thank you for the season you have brought us in, the season of restoration of our stand, our position in Christ Jesus. We glorify your name, we exalt you, we worship you, and we say, Hallow be thy name. May your kingdom come. May your will be done in our lives, in our families, in our churches, in our businesses, in our calling, in our giftings, in all that we do. May your will be done, just as it is in heaven. Amen and amen. Thank you, Father. Genesis chapter 21, verse 1 to 3. The entire week we've been talking about restoration. It is very, very evident to me and I'm super convinced, very convinced, that we are in a season of divine restoration. Season of restoration. Season of joy. God is bringing things, things that we've lost, things that we've, we think we'll never get again. God is restoring. It's restoring graces. It's restoring passion. Restoring hunger. Restoring commitment, dedication to the will of God. And this morning, I want you to take this with you. Believe you me, my dear brother. God is restoring and fulfilling all your unfulfilled prophetic words. All, all, many prophetic words have been released over your life, over my life. Words spoken, accurate prophecies concerning what God has for you what God has for me. And one of the things we struggle with as children of God is that sometimes it takes time. These prophetic words have been released, but there seems not to be manifestation. It seems as if God is slow. It feels as if God is delaying. Things are not moving at the speed at which you expect them. But may I announce to you by the grace of God that in this season of restoration, the Lord will cast all your unfulfilled prophetic words to come to pass. Genesis chapter 21 verse 1 to 3. And the Lord visited Sarah. Yes, the visitation of God can never go unnoticed. It is impossible. When God visits a man, when God visits a woman, something happens. 
something certainly happens and the lord visited sarah as he had said so god had promised he had promised to visit sarah he had given his word but it took some time and the lord did unto sarah as he had spoken it is one thing for god to visit a man it is another thing for god to do what he has promised to do as he has said my goodness this morning let's pause here let's take some time to pray yes many times we experience the visitation of god but the visitation of god is not complete without god doing what he had spoken Mantoskelia, there are things that have been spoken over your life. There are scriptural references, promises of God, divine, divine promises of God that have been spoken over your life, spoken over my, my life, spoken over the church of God, spoken over your ministry, spoken over your children, spoken over your businesses. You need to hold God by his word and decree and declare by faith that that which God has spoken will come to pass in this season of divine restoration. God visited Sarah as he had said and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken this morning. No more delay. No more limits. No more distraction. The Lord is visiting you. The Lord is visiting your ministry. The Lord is visiting your family. The Lord is visiting your business center. The Lord is visiting you by himself to do what he has spoken to accomplish the word that have been written and been released over your life god is not just visiting just like that he is visiting to accomplish the promises he had given what promises promises concerning your health promises concerning your marriage promises concerning your ministry promises concerning your work with god oh promises concerning the favor of god promises concerning the will of god god has promised you his will there is someone listening to me right now and you have struggled with getting married you know that god has given you his promises but there seems to be some delays there be to be some challenges on your way it seems as if things are not working the way that they should work in the name of the lord jesus christ i proclaim and i declare over you that the promises of God which are yea and amen concerning your marriage is coming to pass. I decree in the name of Jesus that every burden, every limitation, every barrier, everything that has endured your spiritual upward movement in the area of your marriage is hereby subdued, relegated, conquered by the Spirit of God. By the Spirit of God. The Lord visited Sarah as he had said. May the Lord visit you in your dreams. Visit you by his word. Visit you according to his word. May he do unto you as he has spoken. Hallelujah. For Sarah conceived. 
Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son, a son in his old age at the set time of which God has spoken to him. The set time. Mapokatalaya is not too late for you, my friend. At your old age, the covenant we have with God is that even at old age, we still remain fruitful. We remain fruitful. You shall bear children even at your old age. Latus kapalandia egiriato chapapalenge sukulia eibaguria when God visits a man. Hey, when the ancient of days visits a person, age becomes irrelevant. Such a person receives the power of God to conceive. Such a person receives the grace of God to conceive even at old age by the word of the Lord as a result of this divine visitation of God to you this morning. You are receiving strength. Strength to conceive, not just biological children, but strength to conceive divine ideas, strength to carry divine potentials, strength to carry grace, to conceive things beyond human comprehension, strength to conceive, to carry what heaven has designed for you this morning by the word of the Lord. Ah, Kelodazaga, Shkiriabakatulia, Limbrokatalia, receive the strength of the Holy Ghost to carry potentials, divine potentials, divine heavenly gifts, heavenly gift by the Spirit of God. So you see the visitation of God is to activate and bring to pass the fulfillment of prophetic words spoken by the Lord. And once that visitation happens, conception takes place. Hallelujah. Divine conception takes place. Malikato Salaya. Divine conception takes place. Divine timing takes place. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare to him, Isaac. Hallelujah. Isaac. Isaac means laughter. In your season of restoration, you shall laugh. At destruction and famine, you shall laugh. When God visits you, he doesn't leave you until there is laughter. Yes. May the Lord visit you for good. May the Lord speak do as he has spoken. May the Lord come to you like, like, like never before. May the coming of the Lord to you bring about a divine conception. May the coming of the Lord to you bring about a divine conception. May that coming set aside the limitations and barriers that time has placed over you. The limitations that age has placed over you. The limitation that limitations that the world have placed over you. The limitations that you yourself you've placed over yourself. The limitation that your medical conditions have placed over you. Someone is receiving his healing. As you are hearing me right now, listen, I'm sending God's word to you in the name 
name of Jesus because there is a knowing in my spirit that a medical condition is being healed right now, right now. There is someone who is sick and that sickness seems to bring about some kind of odor, some kind of smell, negative, unpleasant smell. I don't know which part of your body that is coming out from, but a According to the words of Jesus this morning, according to the divine visitation of God, right now, right now, that smell is drying out completely and you are permanently healed. I decree it again. You are permanently healed because sometimes the smell will go but will return from today your freedom is total. Yes, the visitation of God sets aside the limitations of your age, sets aside the limitations of your condition, sets aside the things that you lack which you need. The visitation of God and the actions of God upon a man, upon a woman, renews the strength, renews the capacity, renews the personality and positions that person for great grace. Oh, Joel chapter 2 verse 28 says, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust. It doesn't matter what it is that has been afflicting and, and struggling and eating up and messing up the things that God has given unto you. It doesn't matter what it is. I am here to assure you that God is restoring. When God visited Sarah, a 75-year-old woman suddenly becomes, became so renewed, so young. Her, her years were restored. She was looking 25, looking 26, looking so beautiful that the king of Gera, Abimelech, when he saw Sarah, he could not but, but take her to, to his house. Thank God for the mercies of God. The power of God, the restoring power of God is so effective that it can turn a 75-year-old woman into a beautiful teenage-looking young girl that the entire city, the entire kings and rulers of the land will be looking for such a person. Let God visit you. You are complaining that you are too old. And it seems as if no man is coming your way to get married unto you. But listen to me. When God visits you, something changes. Yes, changes. You think you are 75 and therefore you cannot do the work of the ministry effectively. My goodness. When God visits you, you begin to birth new visions. You begin to birth new new things. Because he restores your years. He restores you. He renews you. He brings you back back he resets your years and that's my prayer for you this morning that the lord will restore the years you have lost the years you have wasted someone is listening to me right now it feels to you that you have wasted like four years of your life you wasted that in a relationship and it opted today you find it difficult to forgive yourself may you receive the mercy of god may you experience the 
peace of God. May you express the joy of the Lord in this season of divine visitation. May the Lord visit you. May the Lord visit you. May the Lord visit you. May he do unto you that which he has promised. May he do unto you that which he has said. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 7. He said, for your shame you shall have double, and for confusion they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double everlasting joy shall be unto them. This is the word of the Lord unto you this morning. Shame is rolled away. You are gaining double, double, double for confusion, double for your shame, walking in the grace of God and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Finally this morning, the last thing I want to say that I believe God is restoring in this season is passion for souls. Passion for souls. Acts chapter 4 verse 3 says, And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. You are called, called as a servant of the Lord, as an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ to be a witness, a witness of the resurrection of the Lord. Every child of God has the divine mandate to reach out, to preach the gospel, to give witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you are not telling people about your Savior, something is wrong. Romans 1.16 says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. My dear friends, my dear people of God, the greatest passion that God can restore, aside the passion for righteousness, aside the passion for holiness, aside the passion for prayers, aside the passion for worship, praise, and thanksgiving, is the passion for souls. You must go all out to win souls. He that winneth soul is wise. They that win souls shall shine. Those they shall shine like the star. Oh yes, oh yes. May the Lord restore your passion for souls. Second Timothy chapter four verse five says, "But you be watchful in all things, endure affliction, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry." Do the work of an evangelist. What is the work of an evangelist? To tell everyone about Jesus. To, 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 to distribute the gospel, to tell people in different places, in your family, in your home, in your, in your business, in wherever you go on the street, let it be your primary duty to tell men, to tell women, children about Jesus. Once you open your mouth to speak about your Savior, great grace, abundant grace, unstoppable grace, oh, comes upon you. This morning, I pray that the Lord will restore that passion for souls into the church again. That will not just be there organizing meetings, concerts, programs, singing, jumping, and yet not going beyond our Jerusalem. We need to go beyond Jerusalem. We need to go to Judea. We need to go to Samaria. We need to go to the uttermost part of the earth. Go to nations. Plant churches, build churches, invest into building churches wherever God sends you to. Go there, 
plant churches, establish community of believers, reach out to souls. Let that be your primary assignment. When you go for an official trip in a country, make sure you tell someone about Jesus. Distribute Jesus. Tell them about Jesus on your Facebook page, on your Twitter, on your social handles, on the street. Leave a book with someone. Leave some things. You become so radical. Become so, so passionate about souls. That is what God has called us into. Called us to win souls. This morning I pray that the power, the strength of God to, to, to reach out and make disciples for Jesus will come upon you. It's not only for some specific people. It's not only for some unique, gifted people. It's for all. You inclusive and me inclusive. This morning I pray that the hand of the Lord will be upon you. The hand of the Lord will be upon me. Things that God is restoring in this season, your stand in Christ. Number two, your God-given dreams. Number three, your strength and your boldness. Number four, your visions, revelations, and spiritual gift. Number five, your unfulfilled prophetic words that has been released into your life. Number six, wasted years, wasted time. Times that you have lost, that it seems you can never, 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 never get again. God is set to restore them in this season. Wasted years. Shame is rolled away. God is restoring and doing new things. And number seven, your passion for souls. Your passion to be a witness of Jesus Christ wherever you go. To open your mouth wide and declare the lordship of Jesus. That is why you are here. That is why you are a disciple. That's why you are an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's sending you out to go and fulfill this divine mandate. I pray that in this season, within the next seven months, you will have amazing testimonies. Oh, of all these seven wonderful things that God is set to restore in your life. Amen. And amen, amen. 